0: In. This is Jimmy Page. I say, what ho, Led Zeppelin fans! It's Brian Achilles Gardner, and this is Ramble on Radio, episode thirteen—the only dedicated Led Zeppelin podcast on this or any known internet. Uh, be sure to go to ramblearmradio.com for all your Led Zeppelin news and any links I might mention during the show. Uh, well, I've decided to take the podcast to a new level. Not just going to be a podcast about Led Zeppelin. Instead, I'm finding a way to embrace what Led Zeppelin did in podcasting. I'm trying to create a kind of cultural understanding through my muse that is part of the zeitgeist that isn't motivated by vanity or magazine covers or awards. A podcast that is more, not countercultural but counter And if it sounds like I've gone off my nut, uh, that's actually a Nicolas Cage quote. Uh, substitute the word podcast for filmmaking. Uh, so yeah, talking about his uh, making movies, and he's comparing himself to Led Zeppelin as a cultural understanding through his music that is part of the zeitgeist that is motivated by vanity or magazine covers. Uh, so it should be pointed out, that if, um, if the goal is not getting on magazine covers or not getting any awards, um, Ramble on Radio is much greater success than Nicolas Cage's. Nicolas Cage, failure, me, top of the world. Um, so take that and yet, Cage, how's that zeitgeist for you? Uh, like everybody else, everybody. well, maybe not everybody else, have you heard about the Led Zeppelin 2 multi tracks? They are literally four songs from Led Zeppelin 2. And I'm gonna actually talk about it a little later, but but we're we're gonna go there right now. Um, For the songs from Led Zeppelin II, and it's all it was recorded on an eight-track machine. Which if you're not, um, you you know, that inclined towards the technical side of music, uh, that means is there was two guitar tracks, there was two vocal tracks, there was two microphones on the drum. Each drum gets a track. Each microphone gets a track. Right. So Jimmy Page played. Uh, the whole lot of love part, the main part that you know, that's one track, that, the guitar there. Then there's a second one that has the leads and the theremin stuff. Uh, Robert Plant's vocals is one, and then any harmony vocals and stuff like that is a second. Two microphones on the drums, and there's a percussion, then there's a microphone on the bass. That's eight tracks. So that would be a whole lot of love. So what's been released is, for the songs, all eight tracks individually, so you can sit and listen to just the drum part. None of the other interference And it's really quite uh, it's, it's really quite astounding to listen to um, But like everybody else uh, I've thrown it on GarageBand I've put together a whole lot of love I've remixed it, come up with an alternate version Of a whole lot of love um, And here it is, here's my clip here Didn't you always suspect as much? There you go. That's uh, I know. There's going to be people writing me going, eh, that's not nearly as good as a Whole Out of Love. It was a joke, folks. It was a joke. Um, so we have Immigrant Song queued up on the 8-track. Tape player, not the things. Uh, we got the ballet dancers and the models dressed in Stella-, Stella McCartney. Ronnie Wood is called to say I am nothing but a farmer and he won't be joining me, uh, which is odd as I never asked him to do so. And we are ready for Ramblin' Radio episode 13. Uh, Ultimate Classic Rock did a list of their top ten Led Zeppelin songs beyond the hits. Uh, that's their quote: um, "Beyond the hits." Um, here's their. Before we do anything else, here's their list. Number ten again, and I'll, I'll comment a little on each of them as we go. Uh, number ten: No Quarter, and I I think more of a live song than re- uh, recorded. to Be honest. Um, I can't quit you, babe. Um, I like it, but it's. You know, if you're going to pull out one of their blues songs, it's down the list to me. Rain Song, think about rains. I don't like the sound of Houses of Holy very much. Um, and the three big songs on that album, No Quarter, Rain Song, and um, Song Remains the Same, are the ones that suffer the most, I think, for the... There's something about the sound that I just don't like. Um, all both All three of those are way better live songs than they are than they are recorded songs. Uh, that's The Way. Uh, yeah, that'd be on my list. The Rover. Um, if I'm going to take one of those rockers from from Physical Graffiti, I'd probably take Night Flight or maybe Houses of the Holy before The Rover, but not a bad choice. Gallows Pole, yes, but the, this list actually is about three acoustic songs from, from three. Uh, I'm not sure I would do that, so how's that? Uh, In The Light, no. Uh, I, w- I just wouldn't have it on my list. That's all I'm saying here, by the way. Uh, Friends, again, just, you know, too many of the acoustic songs. I especially, well, we'll get there. Um, how many more times? Yes, ten years gone. Yes, how can you not have ten years gone on the list? Really. So, what do you think? Good list, bad. Um, I've kind of told you what I, I, you know, I, I, there's not no song. Get me wrong. There's not a song on the list I don't like. Wouldn't listen to. But it uh, wouldn't be my choice of the best 10, non. Um, so, so for starters, what I decided to do was define once a hit. Which songs regularly get ready to play? Um, and here, so this is, as I made my list, these are the songs that were excluded. The Ocean, Jamaica, Fool in the Rain, All My Love, Days to Confuse, Whole of Love, Ramble on, Immigrant Song, Black Dog, Stairway to Heaven, and Cashmere. Did I mention Rock and Roll? Rock and Roll should be in there, too. Um, And then from the the list above, here's what I'm going to do. Ten years gone, that's the way. Those are on my list too. And then, in no particular order, this is what I would say. The song remains the same, preferably the live version. Good times, bad times, Since I've Been Loving You, When the Levee Breaks, Battle of Evermore, Night Flight, Achilles' Last Stand, and Black Country Woman or Houses of the Holy. Uh, That's a juggle for my 10th. So there you go. That's my little list of the best Led Zeppelin songs that not that don't get regular radio play, is, I think was the actual criteria. Okay, so um, I, this is Friday night, February 24th, as I woke up this morning. Um, the news had hit. Robert Plant has announced he is launching a new band in July. Plant will unveil the Sensational Space Shifters. At the 30th anniversary of the Womad Festival in Wiltshire, uh, Wiltshire, Wiltshire, on July 27th to 29th, I guess he's headlining it with his band, uh, the Sensational Space Shifters. Will consist of members of his former band, Strange Sensation, including guitarist Justin Adams. Um, and I have somewhere uh, I read Adams' former collaborator Judith Camara, uh will also be in this band but I read it once, and I haven't been able to find it again, and I haven't seen it in a second. I don't know if that's true. I, I listed it as true on my on the blog on com, but it may not be. I'm not 100% sure on that. Uh, as for now, I'm standing by it, but um, I'm willing to be told. I, I'm actually going to, tomorrow morning, I'm going to fire off an email to Robert Plants Management and see if they'll uh, respond on that issue, although they're not. They don't tend to. Um, they are being described as, and this is from from the WOMAD Festival website, actually, this description, a heady brew of blues, gospel, and psychedelia inspired by the roots music of Mississippi, Appalachia, Gambia, Bristol, and the foothills of Wolverhampton. Um, so, hmm. And they, Gambia, that's an interesting match. I wonder if Jules Camara is from Gambia. That may be why that comes up. That's... But how's, how's me trying to tie things together like that? Um, John Dave Lewis, uh, we talked with Dave Lewis for a fair bit. Type at loose, uh, his website, type it loose web dot, Um, Dave has a write up on the floating palace show. The last time I mentioned John Paul Jones was going to be at the floating palace show, KT Tunstall is the name I particularly remember who was there. He's got a nice little write up, says it was a good show. Didn't, by the read of it, do any uh, Zeppelin songs. Uh, Jones really just played bass, and they had a, a little band, and and KT Tunstall and some other singer kind of took turns doing their own songs. Um, and that was... Uh, but he's a nice little show. He, he, he seemed to enjoy it, seemed to have a good time. And uh, Dave, so that's... Dave Lewis has, has done that. Now, um... We talk sometimes about Jimmy Pages on this day, and sometimes it's worth just worth mentioning what he what he came up with uh, today. Really, yesterday, well, Friday the twenty fourth, which is still today to me, although that's yesterday by the clock. If you follow, it's after midnight. Um, he, he he talked about the. Uh, the 37th anniversary of the release of physical graffiti i think it's 37 and he dropped three short clips of uh demos that he the you know, demos like he would have done on his own and taken to the band of wonton song 10 years gone and sick again uh, just little clips but really good stuff and uh at the beginning of the podcast you heard that was the demo or part of the demo from from 10 years gone uh, but I, I grabbed all three over the course of the next while, whatever, I'll slip them in there. I'll use them a little. It's not officially released material, so I, I think I can get away with doing that. Uh, and give. So if you missed it, you you know keep listening here, RamblonRadio.com, the only dedicated Led Zeppelin web, uh, podcast. And uh, I'll make sure you hear as much as possible of that. Okay, we talked about the Led Zeppelin do multi tracks. You heard my little uh, my little gag. Um, but they are great. It's four four CDs is what I got actually, and uh, I haven't even listened to them. All I've listened to a whole lot of Love, but it's you know it's a full length CD. It's eight tracks at whatever it is eight minutes a track, or something. so it's like a full length CD of just the one song, just all the parts. And uh, I'm I'm frightened to sit down with GarageBand and put it all on because I may never leave. Um, so whether I do that or not, I don't know. I, I don't know if I will. But anyway. I have two copies to give away to the first two listeners who email me with the phrase 8-track on CD. That's an 8-track, slash track, like an 8-track tape. 8-track on CD. I want that phrase somewhere in the email. That tells me you listened to the podcast at least as far as the 12-minute mark. Uh, send an email to rambleon at briangardner.ca. A track on CD in the header would be best, but make it in this in there somewhere, and I will send you all four discs. Um, oh, and make sure you have your address, name, and address. I'll send all four discs. It's four CDs in CD format. It's not MP3. It's not FLAC. It's an actual CD, so you can listen to it in the car or something. Uh, the four songs are "Whole Lot of Love," "What Is," and "What Should Never Be." Ramble on and "Heartbreaker." Uh, as I mentioned, each CD contains the eight individual tracks of each song, and uh, yeah, I'm t- I, you know, you you, you he, until you've heard Robert Plant doing uh, "Keep a Coolie Baby" at the end of "Whole of Love" <laughs> unaccompanied, just the voice. Uh, it's astounding to listen to it. So, and it's surprising what stands out. Uh, you know, you listen to the song, and some this little bit stands out, and you go, "Oh, that's great! That's great! That's great!" But then you listen to just the part, and Oh, that's that other bit is really quite good, but it gets buried a bit or it's surprising the stuff that that stands out. Uh in the intro I, I referenced uh this story. Um at uh, uh Stella McCartney's London Fashion Week dinner. They do Fashion Week and they all have all the, they have all these parties and all the fashionistas and the models and the, they have these parties. And Basically, what happens is everybody drinks too much, free booze, free big meal, uh, some fancy chef cooks the dinner, um, and and you know a, a designer will walk around and it's put on by some designer at some fashion house. Um, so, Stella McCartney had her London uh, Fashion Week dinner this uh, past week, uh, last weekend actually, and um, in the middle of it. Uh, Members of the Royal Ballet, as well as 16 models, all dressed in Stella McCartney, they, uh, interrupted it with a flash uh, flash mob to Immigrant Song. So the ballet dancers were dancing to Immigrant Song, came on, and, and these models. Um, um, and and uh, also, three models sitting at tables, just, you know, because what the flash scenes. People who just show up and start doing this stuff, but the other thing that happens is people who are just sitting there minding their own business suddenly are part of it. They're in in the gag a bit. Uh, so three of the models, uh, Amber Valletta, Shalom Harlow, and Yasmin LeBan, uh, were kind of hoisted, hoisted up in their chairs, a little lean back, and moved. Literally moved from one spot to the other. It was part of the deal. Uh, kind of a Havanagila style. Uh, Supposedly surprised, but, uh, so that's, that was, and it was the entirety of the song, uh, so that was just, uh, kind of a fun thing. Uh, inferences at the beginning, too. Ron Wood says he was asked to join Led Zeppelin. Um, and here's the quote. Peter Grant used to manage myself and Jeff Beck and Rod Stewart and Mickey Walter and Nicky Hopkins. Uh, he's a good talker, isn't he? Used to manage myself and Jeff Beck and Rod Stewart and Mickey Walter and Nicky Hopkins. Uh, ever heard of a comma, Ron? Uh, back in the good old days, he was behind a band that was called the New Yardbirds, which I had an offer to join. And I said I can't join that bunch of farmers. Anyway, they eventually changed their name turned out to not be Led Zeppelin, and he managed them as well. Um, so, according to Ron Wood, he was asked to join the band. Whether that's true or not, who knows? Possibly as a bass player, maybe before Jones was. But I, I actually doubt it. Um. There's this odd little website on the internet um, as, as, as opposed to odd little websites at the grocery store. Uh, I found this one on the internet. Uh, it's an odd little website called SodaHead. And I had a poll to ask which artist who didn't receive a Grammy should have. Uh, 31% of its voters said Led Zeppelin should have won a Grammy. That was the most. Uh, and <laughs> SodaHead points out uh, Led Zeppelin were only ever nominated for one, Best New Artist. And uh, to quote them, Justin Bieber has been nominated for Best New Artist. Anyway, here's the list of, of bands that are uh, artists that have not received a Grammy, according to Sort of Head, uh They should have. Led Zeppelin got uh, 31%. And these are rough percents because they kind of show a pie graph and it's not... Um, the Beach Boys at about 22 23%, Bob Marley at about 12%, Diana Ross at about 8%, Buddy Holly at about 6%, Janice Joplin at 5%, and other at 16 And the other choices was interesting. Um, so, uh, other choices included Three Dog Night, Rush, and the B 52s. There are also some votes for Eminem and the Beatles, but they have uh, like a lot of Grammys. So they have like a lot of Grammys, they say. Uh, a couple of side notes on it. Not everybody picked Led Zeppelin. 32% of conservatives picked the Beach Boys, compared to just 12% of liberals. Um, even though Rolling Stone enlisted Pet Sounds as the second greatest album of all time, it didn't receive a single nomination. In fact, nothing the Beach Boys did got a nomination. Um, uh, majority, uh, major- smokers pumped most of their support into Led Zeppelin. But reggae legend Bob Marley was only 4% behind, which leads us to wonder what kind of smoke we're talking about here. Uh, that's kind of an odd little stat, isn't it? Um, so non-smokers, I guess, chose a lot less Bob Marley than smokers. Um, so Here's a trivia question. Get out your pen and paper. Here's a trivia question. They said uh, Led Zeppelin was nominated for one Grammy, a Best New Artist. That was in 1970. Who won? Best artist in nineteen seventy. I should do. I should have the. The answer is who is Crosby, Stills, and Nash, which is um, you know. Thank God, wasn't wasn't somebody like. Uh, uh, you know, Bo Donaldson and the words or something. Or, uh, now here's a couple of bands that were also on the ballot. The Neon Philharmonic um, was also on the ballot for Best Artist at that time, and I have no idea who they are. So, um, But Crosby, Stills, Nash won that it's over Led Zeppelin. Um, so at least that's a respectable one to lose to. It's a reasonable guess that they would have been a decent band. Uh, Rolling Stone magazine did a feature story on reunions and handicapped whether bands would do a reunion tour. They gave Led Zeppelin a 10% chance of reuniting, citing Robert Plant as the reason they won't. Robert Plant has been in, quote, Robert Plant has been extremely clear that he has absolutely no interest in ever fronting Led Zeppelin again and that he viewed the O2 Arena show as a perfect way to end the band. 10%. So that's what they're saying, 10%. Um by comparison, they gave Abba a 5% chance and Pink Floyd a 15% chance. Um, and, and notice the phrasing. Um, I wanted to point this out. Rubber Plants was extremely clear. He has no absolutely no interest whatsoever. Viewed the O2 as a perfect way to end the band. It's a lot more play way of putting it than Hitler did in the Hitler video making the round. Have you seen the Hitler video? Uh, it's a prose. It's one of these. Uh, about a year ago, there was a bunch going around that was uh, about a minute and a half clip from. Uh, I can't remember the name of the movie. Um, but it was about Hitler's last days, and it's in German, and then you subtitle it. And now there's a bunch going around that are pros and cons, and, um, one of the, his officers, the same movie, one of the officers walks in, a uh, Gunsha would be his name, walks in and asks, well, what is the pros of, dot, dot, dot. And then what are the cons, and Hitler's kind of explains, he's in explain mode the first time through, and then he says, what are the cons? And Hitler goes into rant mode. Um... So that's the memes making right. anyway. They, so they did. Um, what are the pros and cons of Led Zeppelin? And uh, so so Gunchy walks in. He says, "What are the pros of Led Zeppelin?" And calmly, he's behind his desk, they founded modern rock as we know it. Plant, Page, Jones, and Bonham are gods incarnate, and their music will be around long after we are dead. Now this is in German, and then that, those are the subtitles up. it's not what he actually says, of course. Uh, if you if you've seen some of the Hitler videos, you know what I mean. And then the next thing he says is, "Any cons?" And I uh, have to throw the language warning in here. Uh, I don't like to swear on the podcast. I try not to swear on the podcast. I uh, certainly really try not to gratuitously swear but anyway. Um, this one has swearing. So for the next 30 seconds, if, if you don't like swearing, bypass the next 30 seconds. Starting now. He said, so any cons. Fucking Robert Plant doesn't want to do a reunion tour. Too old to do a reunion tour. Fuck that. We couldn't make the last tour because we weren't born yet. Fucking Plant, Robert Plant, is buying a fail- stairway to failure. And at the end, he's, he's banging on his desk, screaming, Failure! Failure! <laughs> so there you go. Um, fucking Robert Plant won't do the reunion tour. That's the cons. Um, and, and a lot less nicer putting it than Rolling Stone. And... Um, yeah, who would have guessed Hitler would have been less pleasant about it than Rolling Stone? So that's, well, that's it. There's the news. That's, uh, there was quite a few things on the list. We got through it, uh, reasonably promptly. Um, next, uh, next Tuesday, uh, Black Country Communion's Live Over Europe CD will be released. Um... And it is. um, It's. It's basically. um, I apologize, losing my train of thought here for a sec. It's. It's basically. um, The DVD was released four months ago, and so this is just the soundtrack. It's the exact same. I got my copy yesterday. Um, It's the exact same set list. It's the exact same songs as far as i can tell it seems to be you know at the right same spots as the dvd he says "Uh, hello germany or whatever so i think it's the same songs um or it's it's the same songs i think it's the exact same songs and the pacing on the pacing of the cd is excellent um um kevin shirley produced it and uh really doesn't leave any gap between the songs. They they kind of stop. There's a little there's about a second of audience cheer and bang they're into the next one. Bang they're into the next one. I'm sure live that's not quite how it goes. And Jibana Massa changes guitars between every So I'm sure there's more gap than that. But they really he really paces it. Boom, 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 boom. Next song, next song, next song, next song. Thank you, Germany. Next song, next song, you know Um Quick little intro maybe and then on. Boom, boom, boom. So it's uh if you like the DVD the CD is just it and it's great. For it's, you know Black Country Community are nothing they're they're great car music great driving in the car that sort of thing. So um uh, that's you know uh, it's 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 songs from their first two albums um, plus uh, Joe Bada Ballad of John Henry and Deep Purple's Burn which uh, singer Glenn Hughes of course was with Purple at that time. And uh, I kind of finish off my... little. I wrote a review for it at RevlonRadio.com. If you go there, there's a review for it. Plus, you can click on some links to buy it. And, uh, and I, my last paragraph, my kind of f- summing up is, if you're jumping in the car this summer and taking off for a driving holiday, can't imagine not having BCC's Live Over Europe CD in the glove box. It is the perfect rock and roll accompaniment. And it is. It's an, it's an excellent... You know, it's g- almost all the materials covered... Um, it really does work well. Alright, and my light or silly story to end. Too bad they didn't do Bring It On Home on the Zeppelin tracks because I could just cut just the guitar part and really slide it in there instead of me having to pick up my guitar. So this is my light or silly story to end things. Um, This came up last week. Um, in Florida, there's a, uh, uh, a case is in court, seriously, litigations in court involving their, uh, their noise bylaws. Uh, a lawyer, particularly, Richard T. Catalano, uh, is, was fined um, for playing his music too loud. It, it was plainly audible from 25 feet away. 25 feet is less than 10 yards, by the way. It's next to nothing. If uh, I mean, if I'm listening to music in the living room, my wife in the kitchen can pretty much hear it um, 25 feet away. You know, it's it's really not far, and that's uh, Catalano's argument is it's unconstitutionally vague and tramples on his free speech free speech rights. Um, and in fairness, he wasn't listening to it softly, you know, but he's saying you can hear all sorts of people's music from 25 feet away. Um, But he does have a uh, subwoofer in the trunk of his car. But he was listening to Led Zeppelin's Houses of the Holy is the catch. And, uh, uh, you know, I thought I had the quote here, but he did have a quote as, I should be able to listen to Led Zeppelin whenever and wherever I want. So, So he's in his fifties. A Clearwater lawyer is in his fifties, and he was listening to "Houses of the Holy" just a little too loud. And before I go, um, this story came. I didn't have a chance to punch this in, so I, it popped up tonight. And it's just a quick, um, um a quick one. That uh, Brent Johnson is the goalie, Pittsburgh Penguin goalie, and he has a bunch of masks. I did a story on it. A blog post on it last year, uh, showing some pictures of a bunch of masks. He's, all these Led Zeppelin masks. So he's got a new one, and uh, by the looks of it, just looking at it now, it's got the four symbols up his forehead, which is, which is, it's reasonable. Um, it looks like it's blue, and, and in the blue itself, are the pictures of the guys. Um, and who knows what else. And then it's got Pic- the Pittsburgh Penguins logo on the front. So, um, he has a great, the, the nicest one's probably a steroid Heaven one. He's got the, uh, um, the Hermit from Inside, the fourth album, and, this is, and the logo's up the forehead, again, and the Zozo logo, and then there's the three circles I see. Um, but this is his new one. It's, uh, done by Derigo Art, and, uh, uh, I'll post a link to it. it. it just I just saw it in my email just before I started podcasting. So uh, I will post a link to it and uh, maybe even post the picture. Uh, and I'd actually thought of you know being in a hockey part of the world. Um, I, I had actually thought of trying to contact him and see if he wanted to do an interview. And I might have to do that maybe in the off season. I'll uh, see if I can get a hold of Brent Johnson and, and get him on to talk about how a how a kid what, an NHL goalie, he's, he's what in his twenties? How does a kid like that, who spends all his time playing hockey, wind up a big Led Zeppelin fan? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I should point out the story's on Yahoo Sports, and here's how they started: mask art can be a window into a goaltender's soul. Not established. Pittsburgh Penguins goalie Brent Johnson's soul is a funny-smelling van from the '70s that shakes every time Rubber Plant yelps. There you go. I love it. That's uh, yeah, that's very good. Greg Wish, Wish Wishinsky, I guess, is the uh, author. Uh, on the Puck Daddy blog at Yahoo Sports. And I will um, I will post a link for sure. And I'll, I'll try and get that picture up as well. Uh, that's at rambleonradio.com. Thank you for listening to Ramble On Radio. The only dedicated Led Zeppelin podcast. Um... I will see you. I was actually, I should say this. I This was three weeks instead of two weeks between. Uh, it just was I got busy and didn't get it done uh, last weekend. So it's done this weekend, and it'll probably be three weeks before the next one. So i will uh, we'll see you about March break. Um, that seems to be around mid-March. Weather should be picking up by then. I, this, I drove home in a snowstorm tonight. It's its Ice Station Zeppelin out there. Um, but so I'll talk to you mid-March. Meanwhile, go to rambleonradio.com for all your Led Zeppelin news and information, and I believe uh, I'm I'm going to be adding Led Zeppelin merchandise links to uh, sometime in the next few days. Uh, I got an email tonight from from um, Live Nation, which does Led Zeppelin merchandising through their website, uh, with an offer to partner up um, and get some links on my, my site and stuff. So, um... Come on over, see what what we got going on for that in the next couple of weeks. And uh, I will see you in two weeks. Thank you for listening, and bye. Let's see um.